I saw this one video the other day, and it was on TikTok, and it was a video of this woman talking about rule of thirds. And she had a really hard time in her life that uh, she just took time pursuing her career and took time doing something that she loved doing. And and in her work, she found that she was in this rut. She found that she wasn't doing well. And someone said to her, well, that's okay. Rule of thirds. She's like, what do you mean? And he said, well, for a third of that, it can be going bad. For another third of that, it can be going great. And for another third of that, it can be plateaued. And you're just it's mediocre. You're just trying to figure it all out. And so he was like, as long as you're unhappy or upset or things are only going bad for one third of the time, then I'd say you're doing all right. And I am currently in that one third where things aren't necessarily going where I think they're going. I'm at a point in my life where I just had an amazing past few months and now I'm definitely not feeling as optimistic as great and as fulfilled as as I used to and that really brought me down and it's been bringing me down for the last little bit and I saw since I saw this video I thought oh man this is amazing because it's so true there's so many times where we'll be going through something and that will come up like it'll just something will ruin our day and everything crashes and we're like oh my god why does this always happen but it doesn't always happen it really doesn't always happen it happens a third of the time hopefully and to me that's that's exactly the case and lately i've been getting a lot of hate (laughs) i know i'm just the poet who talks about mental health and and advice and emotion and i'm getting hate i know it's weird um, I made a video uh, on a poem. There was a trend called She's a 10 or He's a 10, but, and then you say something else. I'm sure you've seen it by now or seen my video because I got, oh man, I think 25 million views. So, oh, plus, plus on Instagram too. Yeah, it's it's been getting, it got some traction and uh, it also brought a lot of people to uh, really hate on my page because they think that like the, the poem went like she's a 10, but she's talking to, uh, Nine other guys, eight of which, you know, she's just talking to because she's bored and wants to watch the time pass by. That's why she doesn't answer your seven missed calls because six is already too many, blah, blah, blah. So a lot of people think that's like (laughs) from personal experience, but they don't know that I just wrote it because it sounded good. Um, So I'm getting a lot of just awful things, getting some death threats, just interesting stuff for sure and normally that doesn't really affect me but it's still going the video just keeps getting millions and millions of views and um i've always been a creator that i really enjoy the exponential growth i don't really like the the growth that just spikes because you get people like that you don't get true fans you don't get true supporters you get just people who either a want to hate or b are just there for that short amount of time um, and that's why I'm so thankful that all of you who are listening right now are, are, are here and you've been here for a while and I really do appreciate it. And so I've been going through this little rut and I wasn't going to talk about it. I don't want to bring light to it because that only brings more hate, but I figured on the podcast, it's just, it's just us. So I think it's important. I just felt like it's, it's good to get off my chest. And I also want to give some insight on how I've been handling it. So hate on the internet is definitely something that's really interesting because like there's no proper way 
to handle it. Um, I think the best way to handle it is not to, <laughs> uh, not to handle it on the internet per se, because I think once you do that, just bring more light to it. And so the way that I handle it is all offline. Um, and so I just want to go over the things that I do to make me happy again, because there's the, when I was, I was already in this rut of like not feeling fulfilled by the content that I was creating by things that I, that I enjoy doing or, or my job or anything like that. And so then all this hate came in and then that, that really affected me. And I know I sound really sad right now. And I, you know, I just, I woke up to some pretty nasty stuff. So I did some things to make me happy again and to make sure that I had a good day, even though I'm a little down right now. I, I, I did, I did have a great start to the day. Um, but the one thing that I immediately do when something is making me upset, and this is obviously specifically for me, this is about like social media. I'm talking about a very specific thing, but you can apply this to anything in your life. If you have anything that's gotten you down in the past, you can apply this to that. But be sad for a little. <laughs> you know, I think it's important to understand why we're feeling the way we do. There's so many people like, I don't want to talk about Andrew Tate, but there's so many like alpha people that are like, oh my God, you need to get better and go in the gym and just block out your feelings. And no, I'm not telling you that you need to cry either, or you need to have like the worst day of your life, or you need to, you know, do something drastic. I'm saying just, you know, be sad for a little. <laughs> That's it. Just be a little sad because I think it's important to feel the emotions that are going through our body and our brain so we can understand it. It's not even so that we can make people feel bad for us or feel bad for ourselves. It's why do we feel down when we read this? Or why do we feel down when we do that? And I think that's, I mean, if you've listened to any interview that I've done ever, people always ask me like, how do, what's the first step to anxiety or helping your anxiety? Um, they usually ask, how do you cure your anxiety? And there's no cure. It's just about having to cope with it and live with it and making your best friend. But my first thing is always understanding it is ask yourself why you're anxious. And the same thing I do, I do the same thing when I'm depressed or sad or somebody put me down and I ask why. Why does this hurt so much? Why do I feel this way? And the only way to answer that why is if I actually feel the feeling. And I've gotten <laughs> hate from so many people in, in my days, from creators that I don't know to ex-girlfriends to ex-girlfriends, best friends that are all public online. And I have to handle all of that offline. And I just call people. Um, obviously the strangers that I don't know, I can't call, but you know, the exes and stuff. I, I remember they were, I, I, I was talking, I was, was being talked poorly of, and I just called them straight up. And I was like, why are you doing this? What, what, what benefit does this bring you? And they were just, they had nothing to say. And it felt bad as I should, because bringing people down never makes anyone feel great afterwards. You might feel all powerful in that moment. But after, it's just going to come crashing down. It's not a good feeling. So don't do it. Or at least know <laughs> that it hurts. Because one day it's going to happen to you. But when that does happen, you know, feeling a little sad is always good. Because you can, you can understand the emotion that you're actually going through. And you're feeling. So, you know, if a therapist is going to ask you what makes you feel this way, you can actually answer. Versus sitting there and being like, I don't know. And then getting nowhere. And the next thing you know, you just dropped $180 on a therapist that, you know, it didn't help. So I think it's super important to feel our feelings 
And that's all I do. A lot of people think I'm like super sad. I'm like not a very sad dude. I'm a very happy-go-lucky guy. I'm always, I'm always, you know, doing stuff with friends and always down to say yes and and do things. And but when I am down, I'm down, and I think that's okay. And I think it's okay for you too. I think it's valid. Just remember to get back up. So my first thing that what I do. Um, and again, specifically for when I get like <laughs> hate on the internet is I stop consuming videos, but for you, that could be, that could be something else. So if you have a bad day, uh, and you're really worried about, you know, your, your, your weight, let's say maybe stop consuming, you know, fast food. I know. Okay. This is a bad example because people are going to take this out of context. But what I'm saying here is if you know that something's bad for you, um, the first thing to do, obviously, is stop doing it. And again, that's such easier said than done advice. But for me, and you can apply this anywhere in your daily life. Um, actually, I can apply both things to my life right now. So social media, you know, a lot of hate on it. I turned it off. Um, I stopped consuming videos, even if they were happy videos. I stopped consuming videos because I was going to get a notification and it was going to be something negative. And that actually led me to, you know, going to eat fast food because I was just like, I had a shit day. Honestly, I had a bad day and I went to eat fast food and re- immediately after I regretted it. And so later on, I said, I need to stop consuming bad food because this is not helping my mood at all. You know, so this stopping, I guess, consumption of negative <laughs> vibes in a whole is one of the first steps to do. I think it's after understanding why you're feeling the way that you are. So then you can actually, you know, prioritize what you need to do next. But negative consumption of anything. It sounds like I'm talking about alcohol or drugs, but I'm not. I'm talking about social media or phones, friend groups, food, things that just make us feel bad, down, negative about ourselves. You know, you can do that 90% of the time, but the 10% of the time when you're sad, let's not do it. Okay. (laughs) It's tough. I know it's hard. I know it's hard. But I think the 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 one but one thing I want to get across on any of my podcast episodes is that you're human. I'm a human. We make mistakes. We fuck up. We correct ourselves. We mess up again after that, and then we think we're in a back back to a good routine. And then we mess up again, and that's okay, because these lives that we're living have ups and downs. They have twists and turns. They have hate. They have negativity. And who's fighting all the battles here? Us. You. One person. Me. And there's no way that you can expect somebody to do it all. You know, you see all these people on, you know, social media or TV or any celebrity and you're like, oh my God, like, how are they always so fit? Always so happy? Always so this? They're not. They're, they're, they're not. They're not. If they're always so fit, they probably got Botox or liposuction. Or who knows what they're dealing with? Who knows? They, they could not be eating correctly. And then that makes them look super lean. They could be only working out and not prioritizing anything else in their life. They, there, there's so many things that we have to deal with. We're really amazing as humans that we deal with so much. Angelica, my girlfriend, she pointed out the other day. It's like, it's crazy how much humans have to eat and how we prioritize our food and how we're actually able to eat the amount of food that we need. And some people don't, obviously, and some people eat too much, obviously. But it's just truly amazing that we can like remind ourselves and then be able to eat that much. And I was like, that is very true. 
I always have this thing, and I think I've talked about it before, is like, I'm truly amazed how we don't die more often. <laughs> I know there's a lot of death, but I always think about walking. Walking is such an easy task, but how many times is there a curb? If you live in the city, every block, there's a curb. Why don't we hit that and fall and crack our heads open and die? You know what I mean? No, okay, no, I'm not asking you to go do it. I'm just asking you. Why. It's amazing. It's amazing how, how, how amazing that humans are. And that's such a simple task. But as a baby, obviously, you're tripping and falling everywhere. This Happy Times episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. I need to get something off my chest. I recently turned 28 and I'm freaking out. Owning a home, taxes, and being a real adult comes with a lot of stressors that I wasn't really prepared for. And the best way to get something off of my chest is to talk to someone, which is where therapy comes into my life. Talking with someone that has the knowledge and information to help me look at my issues from a different perspective has helped me slow down my life a little bit and help calm me down. If this is something that you can relate to, then I recommend you give BetterHelp a try. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. You can visit betterhelp.com slash happy times today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash happy times. And now back to the episode. I think it's just so interesting that, you know, people can go on these like 42 kilometer marathons, not trip and use their body and their muscles and everything to provide them with with strength and endurance to go so far and so if you've had a down day your body's not built for one day your body's built for you know your lifetime and so don't let one day sacrifice your entire life so the things that I do to make me happy are, you know, one can stop consuming videos or stop consuming the negativity that got me down in the first place. Be sad for a little bit. And the next is routine. Routine is super important, obviously. Oh my God, I sound like every single health and fitness guru there is. But routine is the most important thing that we have in our lives. There's so many of us that want to like that want to change, that want to do better. And we do it for one day or we do it off and on. And I, I listened to uh, Nick Bear. Um, Nick Bear is a, 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 he's also an influencer and he's also a veteran and, and uh, a vet, veteran. How do people say it? <laughs> Anyways, he, he's been in the military and, and he has his own like fitness company and supplement company and he has a podcast and it's all about like motivating you to, you know, be stronger and, and work out and do things that you're capable of doing. Um, and one of his episodes, he talks about being occasionally great versus consistently good and how consistently good is always better than occasionally great. Because consistently good creates a routine. And I think that really stuck with me. And the reason why is because well, we can have these great days. But why is it that there's always the negative one right around the corner? Like it's immediately. Like we have an amazing day. Say you had an amazing birthday. The next day it all hits you. It's kind of like you go out for a night drinking. And you're like, oh my god, this is the best I've ever felt. I'm having so much fun. I have no worries. And you get home, and the next day, you wake up on a toilet. <laughs> and it's just awful. And I think it's because we we overbalance ourselves to the point where we're leaning t- more towards 
just it's it, an overwhelming amount of excitement that even though we're so 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 happy there's no way that we can get that same amount of dopamine the next day unless we do it all over again but we can't because we need to rest and i thought that was just amazing to to hear that you know i'm not the only one who's thinking that you know being good enough is enough i think that's super amazing and I remember like Casey Neistat always always talked about it because his videos were like imperfectly perfect, and he was like, "Don't sacrifice good enough for perfect." I believe that's a saying. Basically, he's saying if a video is good enough, go with it because it's never going to be perfect. The next video could be perfect. The next video could be awful. This video that you posted now that you thought was perfect could turn out to be the worst video you've ever made. And back to routine, I just think it's something that we should implement into our daily lives and there's so many stats and numbers and figures and and books out there but the number that sticks in my head is 22 days it takes 22 days to create a habit that could be wrong i don't know i heard it once and i stuck with it and i keep in my head if i do something for 22 days i'm going to be able to do it forever or as long as I as I want to. So the, I'm actually doing 75 hard, which is a mental fitness challenge. This is not an ad. Uh, it's a mental fitness challenge that is over the course of 75 days. Um, and there's no alcohol. You stick to a diet. You read 10 pages. Uh, you drink three liters of water. And you work out twice every single day for 45 minutes. And I've been doing this. This is my third time doing it. So I've modified some some stuff. I'm not as strict with it. Uh, like I have a wedding I have to go to, um, and I'm not going to be like, uh, uh, like I, I have a I have a wedding that's far away, and then I also have a bachelor party that's also far away. I'm not going to be like, oh my god, guys, I can't go out uh, to celebrate because I'm going to go do my second workout for the day, or I'm going to be up all night peeing because I got to drink my water. You know, I'm still going to prioritize my health, and I'm going to make sure that you know I take care of myself, but I'm also going to have a little fun, and. Since doing the challenge three times, I think I, I, I owe it to myself to take a little break every now and then. But the reason why I love doing this challenge is because it creates routine for me. It, everyone's always like, oh my God, how how do you do that? Like you're so lucky that you can prioritize your health and your fitness and you have time to work out. I would never be able to do that. I got to do this, 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 this. And there's <laughs> obviously there's an argument for this, but I believe the reason why I'm able to do what I do is because I prioritize it. And every reason that somebody lists as to why they can't do a challenge or take care of their health or do something that they that they think they want to do, um, I think it's, a, it's an excuse. And at the end of the day, there's a lot of people who are going to hate me for that um, because, you know, obviously, well, it's not an excuse. I got to work. I got to put food on. I, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Don't worry, I hear you. But the reason why I'm saying it's an excuse is because it's not your priority. Because if it was your priority, you would prioritize it in your life. And so for me, I focus on my health. Because that's the one thing that I've always been able to do. I've always been able to run. I've always been able to play sports. I've always been able to bike, lift weights. And that's something that disconnects my mind from the reality. And that's something that I enjoy doing. It could be going out for a walk. It could be doing a hike. It could be running. It could be biking, lifting, whatever. I don't need to go to the gym. I don't even have a gym membership. So I'm not saying to do that. But for me, that's something that I implement into my daily life. 
And that's something that makes me really, really happy. And so routine is only ever going to be created if you prioritize it. If you make it a part of your daily life and it's never going to work if you if you don't want it. Because if you don't want it and you're just doing it to do it, you will crash and burn. You will be, ah, I'll wait until the next day. I'll do it tomorrow. Things that you want to place first in your life, they have to be first. Otherwise, they're always going to be on the back burner. And the one, and then the last thing that I'll tell you that I do to make me happy every single day, and I know a lot of people might not agree with this, but there's three things. And I always, <laughs> I always tell all my friends if they come up to me and they're like, "Ah, oh, I'm not feeling very good today," I always ask them, "Did you do this, this, and this?" And these three things are exercise, eat, and drink. That's it. That's that's what I that's what I live off. That's how I prioritize my mental health, my physical health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, everything. Exercise, eat and drink. And the fourth thing would be sleep. But I just know that if I exercise and I drink enough water and I eat enough food, my body's going to be tired and I'm going to be able to sleep. Right? And then if I'm like, "Oh, I'm having trouble eating." Well, I'm probably not exercising enough because if I exercise, then I'm going to want to eat. And then when I eat, I'm going to want to drink. And then I'm gonna be able to sleep. And then if I'm like, ah, I find I can't, I can't eat that much, right? Even if I'm exercising, well, it's probably because I'm not drinking enough water. So there's nothing in my stomach. So my stomach's not expanding at all. So I'm only able to consume a small amount of food. And I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a nutritionalist or anything like that. I don't, I don't know everything. This is just stuff that I've learned that works for me. But these are the, th- those three things are number, number one when it comes to making me very very happy if those things aren't prioritized on my list i know i'm not going to have a good day and when i write exercise i'm not just talking about going for a walk as somebody who who is quite active i go for a walk every day i get my you know 10 to twenty thousand steps in every single day when i write exercise I'm, i i really mean sweat i find sweating really helps me release a lot of toxins in in, in my skin and in my body and a lot of negativity just pours out. I feel the negative <laughs> droplets of sweat go to the ground when I when I work out and when I exercise. And this doesn't mean that, you know, you got to go on this huge diet. You got to change your entire life. It's not changing life. It's if, if it's your let me say that again. <laughs> I want to I want to say that properly. It is not changing your life if it fuck. It's not changing your life if it's your priority. There we go. If it's something that you love to do and it's something that you're super passionate about, if it's something that you go to bed thinking about, waking up thinking about, you know, in the day thinking about, then it wouldn't be changing your life because you're already thinking about it. It's already consuming all of your day anyways. All of your brain's capacity is is, uh, caught up on this one topic. Just do it. But if that's a negative topic, then what do you do? Well, you stop consuming it. You be sad for a little bit and then you find your routine so that you can exercise, eat and drink. It's kind of crazy how it all came full circle. eh? I didn't plan this. I didn't. Like I said, I had a tough day today. 
But even even talking like this, talking to you guys, I'm sure you can hear my voice has changed. I've gotten louder. I've gotten more excited. I've got happier because I removed myself from the situation that was making me upset. I'm not consuming any of that content right now. And I'm talking to you, which is doing something that I absolutely love to do. And if you love this podcast, I'd really, really appreciate it if you can leave uh, a, a high rating <laughs> on whatever platform you're listening to. I think we're close to 2,000 ratings on Spotify, and it would be really amazing to hit that. I've always wanted to hit the 5,000, but that's a big jump. But if you're listening right now and you want to rate it, I'd really appreciate it. It really helps the podcast grow and allow me to do some fun stuff. And I just want to thank you for, for being here and thanking thank you for all your support. Like I, Like I said, I'm in an emotional state right now, and it just means the world to me that there's a lot of people out there listening and it's crazy that I'm heard. And I want you to know that you're heard as well. If you're ever in my DMs, I'm 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 reading. Even if I can't respond to everything, I'm reading. I'm seeing. You're here, you're heard, you're seen. And uh I really do love you guys a lot. Thank you very much for everything. We have some new hoodies dropping soon, so so stay tuned. We have a Stay You Lavender hoodie, which is already on our site right now, but I've decided to embroider it because I think it's way more beautiful. So that's coming out soon. And then we have the Leave Me Alone hoodie dropping on August 9th. Uh, uh, not August 9th, sorry, September 9th. That's my bad. Scratch that. A lot of been a- people have been asking for it. September 9th. Or if you're going to play this live, I will be there. I'm on two panels and I will have a booth. So if you want to come meet me, you can always come to our booth. It's a Stay You booth, which is my brand. You can come say hi. Uh, so I want to meet as many of you as possible and not just the ones I get to meet up. So I'll see you guys there. And, uh, yeah. Okay.